0: Art of the Kickstart, Episode 80. Welcome to the Art of the Kickstart.com, where entrepreneurs are constantly pushing the envelope to build businesses of greatness. And inventors are innovating, creating the products of the future, and backers stand strong for what they believe. These are some of the great thinkers, inventors, and leaders of our time. Here are their stories. Today's Art of the Kickstarter podcast is coming to you guys from efulfillmentservice.com, the company that I think is absolutely awesome if you're trying to get your rewards fulfilled on time. Guys, one of the questions that I've been getting a ton from listeners is how do I know if my Kickstarter campaign is absolutely ready to launch? It's ready to dominate. So you know what? I created a 23-step success guide based off the 80 inventor interviews that I've done This will take you step-by-step through launching your Kickstarter campaign, making sure you have everything that you need to make it happen. Artofthekickstart.com slash checklist to get our 23-step guide to making sure you're ready to kill it on Kickstarter. Check it out, guys. Guys, welcome to Art of the Kickstart. Today we've got Eustace Earl on the line to share an absolutely epic product. We got HandSnap, the company that helps you not drop your smartphone when you're doing absolutely amazing stuff and you want to get it on film. Thanks for coming today, Eustace. I'm pumped to talk to you.
1: Hey, thank you so much, Matt. I uh, appreciate you reaching
0: out. So, Eustace, we kick these interviews off with a life quote, success quote. And you're a pretty interesting guy. I feel like you're going to have something good.
1: Yeah, so a quote that I think about a lot is uh comes from CS Lewis. He says, "Aim at heaven and you'll get earth thrown in. Aim at earth and you'll get neither." I just kind of feel like, you know, if you're going to do something, do something well, do something big do something with all of your intention you know and you're gonna get whatever you end up with is gonna be better than what you have if you just didn't put your best effort into it is it fair to say
0: our first ever go big or go home quote was just said right there guys (laughs) you heard it here first that's where it came from Eustace thanks for coming on I want to hear the story of hand snap because honestly it's pretty cool for people who haven't seen the video where did you come up with the idea take us through the invention how you got here
1: so I'm uh, very fortunate to be married to an amazing woman who also appreciates death metal. And so on uh, Valentine's Day, Amon Marth was playing. It was kind of a no-brainer. We went to Valentine's Day in San Francisco at a death metal concert. And I wanted to film myself crowd surfing because it's such a surreal experience. I just, I wanted to get that first person footage and... You know, but I didn't want my wife coming into the mosh pit to try and film me. I didn't want to try and film myself and run the risk of dropping my phone in the midst of a bunch of barbarians. So I just, you know, I just crowd surfed in peace and just thought about it just obsessively that night as we were back at the hotel. I'm just thinking about this device and how I can make something that could enable me to do something like that. That's basically the origins I started. The next day, I started prototyping and, and working on it and, you know, just dreaming up and drawing and everything that goes along with that.
0: And guys, I feel the need to clarify, this isn't some lame little selfie thing for girls that are taking pictures of themselves. This is an action <laughs> sports camera. Basically, if you're filming something awesome and you don't want your phone smashed to smithereens, that's what you guys are doing, right? Exactly. Yep. So how do you go about doing this? Did you have a background in invention, product design, anything like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been inventing things as I look back since I was a kid. What you are know, some I, of the I cooler ones? So I didn't come from a lot of money. And I remember, you know, when I was a kid that the Jordan pumps were super popular. So I basically I made my own Jordan pumps. I bought I had some low budget high tops and I put a balloon in the tongue there. And then I filled it up with air with a syringe. And I don't know, that was fun. I, there was one, I, I broke my ankle a couple years ago and I made my own knee scooter out of a, a crutch and a razor scooter. And it enabled me to bomb Hills with a full cast on my leg. And I was trying to figure out how to market that one, but I figure, you know, Going extreme while you're injured is probably not super marketable, so I just kept churning away at different inventions to try and find one that you know that worked.
0: Though it could be rather interesting if doctors gave you pain meds as you were going down these hills, hundreds (laughs) of miles an hour, something crazy like that. So, you've always had this background for creating products. What made you decide that Hand Snap was worth going for it? How'd you market validate something like this?
1: I don't know, man. I, I just feel like you know kind of going back to that quote it's you know going big it's doing something whatever you're doing whether it's you know a band or a business or writing a book whatever it is it's going to take a tremendous amount of perseverance so whatever you're doing you have to like it enough to really push through the doldrums and through you know the things that just suck in order to get to the things that are great so i just really like the simplicity of this product i like what it had to offer and what i like the most of it all is that i finally found something that doesn't exist that i legitimately invented that nobody else has come up with
0: and that's an awesome feeling something where you're you're the sole creator you're the guy that brought it into the world do you go about patents for something like this
1: what's your game yeah abs- yeah absolutely i mean that was the first thing that i did before i really told anybody other than my very close circle of friends is Go out and get a a provisional patent. I worked with a lawyer, and I just basically took all of my drawings, everything that I possibly could dream up, things that I could make and couldn't, and put them into drawings and had the lawyer come up with the verbiage so that everything's, you know, in lawyer speak, so to speak. And now it's patent pending, so I can really feel a lot more comfortable putting it out there into the world. You're a
0: legit inventor at this point. That's awesome. Why crowdfunding? Why come to Kickstarter?
1: Well, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons. I really like crowdfunding because I really believe in just that kind of raw sense of democracy, letting people vote for things. It's just very empowering to your everyday person who comes up with an idea, who wants to write an album, who wants to write a book, you know, and just kind of puts it out there for their friends and family and network and, and just puts it out for the world to say, Hey, we want to just partner in with this, you know, it's just, it has a very democratic feeling to it.
0: It does. And it's awesome, but it also can be terrible. If you have something, you throw it up there and you raise like $0, (laughs) everyone just shit on your idea. It doesn't, it doesn't feel so hot. What have you been doing for
1: manufacturing? Why $90,000 as a goal? So, yeah, I mean, I, I, work in solar technology And so I know a little bit about manufacturing. I've I've been able to go to China a couple times and just kind of witness the production there. And I've read a lot of stories about people being underfunded and not being able to deliver their product. I didn't want that to happen. So, you know, I have a handful of different quotes out there, people I've worked closely with to get as close to manufacturing quotes as I can get. And it's just the cost of products, you know, it's the cost of engineering, designing, Assembly, you know the tooling cost. It's just what it costs.
0: Yes, yeah, and inc- it's incredible what goes into this. How much time, effort, money? How long have you been working on this? Give people kind of like a time frame because a lot of people they create something they don't understand what it takes to get it up to crowdfunding ready.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So I I came up with the idea on Valentine's Day, February fourteenth, and started on it literally that night. So. <laughs> And I've been working around my day job, weekends, nights for the past, you know, 10 months or so. And yeah, I just kind of got that first round of validation from friends and family. Like, hey, this is cool. And the fact that it didn't exist. And then kind of I got some investors to help me start the engineering process, you know, with money to help for that process. And just kind of, yeah, man, it's been 10 months of just obsessively working on this thing.
0: And it's nuts, just what it takes to make it happen. So you're doing this. Do you have any doubts while you're going building the product? You are doing. You said you work in solar tech. That means you're a pretty smart guy. You're doing something pretty serious as it is at the day job. What kind of slack or crap or stuff do you get from other employees, other people at the firm? What's it like, the dynamics of everything? You mean like with my day job? Yeah, how do you manage all that? Some, a lot of people try to build a business on the side. How's the best way to go about it? How do you get around it? Do people know? What's kind of the story?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been very, it's, it's been tricky to navigate, you know, like you don't want, you know, you want to be a good employee and you, you don't want to, your side stuff to interfere with what you're doing at work, you know? And so I've just been cautious to try and navigate that responsibly and just not, you know, not to be disruptive at work. You know, I just kind of, have my side thing my side thing and focus on work while I'm at work you know to the best that I can and uh you know we're here in Silicon Valley I work in the Bay Area and uh you know I I've had some really frank conversations with the founders of my company and just said hey look I've got this thing going on you know and I've been stoked you know the founder was like hey you know this is what Silicon Valley is about you know is is Dreaming up things and really going for it. And, you know, I'm supportive of what you're doing. And, you know, obviously he, you know, he still expects me to be an employee while I'm with him. And so it was just kind of, it was just neat the way it worked out like that. And just, you know, I just really want to be upfront about everything. And yeah. That's but cool. I imagine it wouldn't always, you know, it's, I imagine it's not always works out that smoothly. Oh, not people. at all.
0: I imagine the Silicon Valley part, it's so different than corporate America where people basically want you to be kind of mindless slaves in your job. At least at this point, they're saying, we completely understand where you're coming from. Go for your dream. If it happens, we know we're going to need to hire someone new. That's cool. So one thing that I think could be really powerful with this is in action sports, but I don't see a massive focus in your campaign on action sports. I think that's something you could really grow on and build off of. Something like skiing, snowboarding, where people are doing this crazy stuff. Have you ever thought about or tried to work with some Action athletes, brand ambassadors, people that you know, stuff along those lines. How do you find relationships
1: like that? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. The way that I'm kind of marketing this right now and the way that my video is sort of geared towards is somewhat of a renaissance man. You know, you have these GoPro cameras, and GoPros are great. We use GoPro in the actual filming. But the name kind of indicates you have to be a professional to use them. You know, the people that you see using these are like they're dedicated to their one sport and they buy an expensive camera to go mount on their thing. And, you know, the way that I see hand snap is just kind of like an everyday thing. And, you know, everybody has their smartphone readily available. And I just want them to use that to its full extent. It's an incredibly powerful tool that everyone has in their pocket. And so, you know, growing up in Santa Cruz, we have the mountains and we have the sea and we have everything in between. And, you know, my tagline for, for HandSnap is capture your imagination. So I just wanted to dream up the biggest day that I possibly could and just run around and do all the things that I'd like experience, experiencing. You know, driving through the woods and skateboarding and sailing and just all the fun practical things that people do on a daily basis. And just equip them to do that better. You know, and you mentioned action sports and these, these you know, evangelists, if you will. You know, we had pro skater Emmanuel Guzman in the video. We have Tyler Fox, big wave surfer. He was in Chasing Mavericks. You know, he's one of the stunt guys in Chasing Mavericks. He's offering one of the, the promotional packages, Go Surf with Tyler Fox.
0: That you know, would so be there's awesome.
1: some Yeah. I mean, dude, that's incredible, right? You know, there's some cool local guys that have been... A part of this, and I definitely want to reach out more and just kind of, I don't know, get more people on board. But I don't really necessarily know how to do that. So.
0: Yeah, you've got the incredible product. I would throw some extra stuff in there. People's smartphones are so expensive. I mean, if people drop a phone, everyone's had that happen. You shatter the screen. Something terrible happens. But you still got to get that video. You don't want to miss it. That's kind of what you guys are doing. What you're bringing to people. I want to jump into the launch round. How's that sound, Eustis? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Guys, before we jump into the launch round, we're going to take a quick time out to tell you about today's show sponsor, eFulfillmentService.com. Honestly, this is a great company to work with if you're crowdfunding or building an e-commerce company and you don't want to worry about fulfillment, shipping your products and rewards out to backers. That's one of the hardest things that Kickstarter campaigns have is getting those rewards out to backers on time. From manufacturing to shipping them out, it's a huge headache. Deal with eFulfillmentService.com artofthekickstartcom of the kickstart.com slash EFS to get the best deals ever. Welcome to the launch round, where we take our guests through a series of rapid fire questions geared towards unlocking the inner inventor and entrepreneur in all of us. Get ready to blast off and unlock your inner potential. Let's do this. So Eustace, first question for you, and you're not prepped for this one. Imagine that you hadn't created HandSnap. You didn't have a business idea, but you wanted to start one. How do you come up with an awesome product, an awesome business to build?
1: Well, that's basically the story of my life up until 10 months ago. So, you know, I think just daily exploring, being interested in as many things as you can, you know, just maintaining that sense of curiosity. You know, it's like if you're doing the same thing over and over again and you're not getting the results that you want, why would you continue doing the same things? So it's just maintaining that sense of just curiosity and exploring new avenues until you find that thing that you've been searching for.
0: And you've done this searching, you've done the finding. Once you do that, how do you get backers on board? When do you start showcasing people your product?
1: Yeah, I mean I think it was it was either I think it was the founder of LinkedIn said, if you don't launch a product that you're embarrassed of, then you launch too late. And so there's definitely that element of urgency of when you find that thing of rushing out there and showing people. And I don't know, I believe that life is like the delicate balance with everything that you're doing. And so there's that balance of you want to rush out there, but you don't want to rush out unprepared. You don't want people's first experience to be this, you know, I don't know, rushed thing. So it's, it's that balance of urgency and polish And I feel like I kind of struck that because my product isn't super polished, you know, but we've teamed up with some great designers, some great artists, and people just to really make it look like a cool product. So I just wanted to find that balance of rushing to urgency and coming out with something a little bit more polished than, you know, just a prototype. Who would you say
0: does that best? What companies, inventors, entrepreneurs do you look up to?
1: Shoot, I mean, I don't know. Tim Ferriss is one who's... Who's always doing new things all the time. You know, he's definitely a pioneer. The 84-hour work week, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, nobody nobody
0: comes to mind right away. Ferris is incredible. He inspired so many inventors, entrepreneurs. Speaking of, have there been any business books, life books that were real influential on you you'd want to share?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week was definitely a game-changer. He said a lot of things in that book that I've been kind of feeling for a long time, but he articulated them. It definitely changed the way that I think about things, and especially how he defined, redefined being rich. You know, the new rich are people who have enough money to do the things that they want to do in life. You know, they're not necessarily billionaires that have so much money. It's just a matter of doing what you want to do with your life. Another one, and I was thinking about when, you know, I read this, You're asking me this question about books and I don't know if Malcolm Gladwell is necessarily considered a, an entrepreneur. He's incredible. I, but I just love what he says. He just takes some of the most seemingly mundane things and just unpacks them. And you just, you understand phenomena, you understand society, you understand human interaction in a whole new light. So I quote Malcolm Gladwell just constantly and, you know, outliers in particular to help you understand how great people became great. And it's not just a matter of luck or chance. It's really there's statistics and there's numbers and there's ways to understand greatness, you know, and and that was really helpful for me.
0: That was an incredible book. Guys, you need to check that out. Art of the kickstart.com slash audible. You get your free audiobook download. Yada, yada. Let's go back to you, though. Crowdfunding, Kickstarter. Have there been any any products, any projects that really stood out, blew your mind?
1: You know, I really enjoy kind of thumbing through Kickstarter from time to time. I'm definitely partial to a friend of mine here in Santa Cruz. Just blew up a Kickstarter on a, a very simple project. He did it in a very elegant way. It's called Biblioteca. So he took the Bible... And he basically removed all the scripture, the scripture references and the headers and just made it like a very elegant, readable book. You know, he turned it back into literature and it's been something that I've been thinking about for a while. Again, it was just so, it was so simple and it was so thoughtful the way that he put it out there. He was asking for 37 grand just to make ends meet, just to see his project successful and it ended up making like $1.4 million. So that was just really inspiring to see.
0: It's just crazy to see some of the things people do and people respond to it. That's what crowdfunding is. It's market yep. validation. And yep. Speaking of, let's jump back to you guys, back to the campaign. You got 46 days left. What happens next? How do you make this campaign go forward and fund?
1: You know, I think, you know, when you look at it statistically, there's not a big statistical jump between a long campaign and a shorter it is statistically in your favor to run a shorter campaign cuz it gives people a sense of urgency so you know at the opening of our campaign we threw a party my friend has a branding agency gorilla branders you know we we're in the the office there they're they're helping me promote this thing and we got our our tribe of people around to help support and launch and you know it's really i just really want to motivate the early adopters my friends and Network, you know, to really jump on board and then just doing practical stuff, you know, Facebook ads, looking at other blog and media sites, you know, take out an ad here and there. I'm I'm sponsoring a local meetup here in town, tech meetup this Wednesday in Santa Cruz, you know, so that's another thing. Just, I don't know, talking to people, getting the word out there. I'm kind of discovering as I go, really.
0: Yeah, it is such a challenge. Getting local is a great thing to do, though, especially in Silicon Valley. Just go around showcasing the product, ride around on a bike, do something crazy. People start (laughs) seeing you. That's how you do that that small stuff, which turns into the big, big results. Okay. So, Eustace, last question. You've been a really cool inventor, entrepreneur to have on here. I think you're doing something awesome, and you clearly have cool stuff coming in the future. Thank you. If you had one piece of advice, one thing for inventors, entrepreneurs, a quote— something to take away from the interview, what would you want to tell them?
1: I would just say keep being interested in new things, try new things, keep experimenting, and most importantly, be involved in the community. You know, I don't believe that people make it on their own. You know, you look at a book like Outliers and it just talks about the structure of encouragement that people need to thrive. And as an entrepreneur, as an inventor, as somebody who's trying to, do something, build something, it's so easy to get discouraged. And you need those people around you to encourage you when you just feel like giving up and just kind of living a mediocre life. So just get around encouraging people.
0: Get around encouraging people, be creative, and don't quit. Those are the takeaways from this interview, Eustace. I think that's absolutely awesome. Where can people find you, reach out to you, say thanks, or check out the campaign?
1: Well, it's handsnap on kickstarter h-a-n-s-n-a-p you can reach me at uh you know my connection is justice at e at com. j-u-s-t-i-s at handsnap i'm on all the social media you know linkedin facebook whatever get a hold of me guys check them out
0: you got an iphone you got a samsung whatever it is you're filming you drop that thing that is a chunk of change you're losing this is something for action sports for life, just to make the make everything a bit better. Thanks for coming on, Eustace. You've been awesome. Thanks for tuning in, guys.
1: Thank you so much, Matt.
0: Hey, guys. I'm your host, Matt Ward, and I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Art of the Kickstart, where we believe inventors, innovators, and entrepreneurs are changing the world and bringing humanity forward into the future. If you like the ideas in this episode, or you're interested in learning more about crowdfunding and how to kill it with your own Kickstarter campaign, you can check out more at artofthekickstart.com. And if you've been listening to the show, love the episodes, but you're not subscribed, that's got to change. You can go to artofthekickstart.com/slash/itunes or slash Stitcher and get the episodes delivered magically to your phone. And if you like the show, I would love you forever if you leave a review on itunes it helps more aspiring inventors and creators out there find the show and find the information they need to kill it on kickstarter until next time thanks for tuning in guys and have an absolutely epic day